Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic isn't a topic. It's a special guest. <laughs> Jane? Parker? Jane Whatever Spoker? you want to call me. <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's Jane. <laughs> there you are. Answered that question. Thank God. <laughs> but actually, I think that's where we kind of wanted to start. So me and Sean were talking when Jane was on her way. And we were like... <laughs> Is it Parker we're talking to today? Is it Jane we're talking to today? He, her, him. How does that go? Like, how do you transi- transition between it? I don't. I feel like I don't really get a say in it. I feel like everyone just calls me Jane. Okay. Put regardless. Okay. Especially in, like, the most recent years. But it doesn't really bother me either way. I'm not one of those people that's like, no, when I'm out of drag, it's he and it's Parker. And when I'm in drag, right. it's she. Like, I know that's um, important for a lot of people, but for you. so much for me. Well, I found that even when I see you out at the bar and you're not in drag, I still like say, hey, Jane. Everybody does. And I think everyone does. Yeah. And is that is that weird for you to be like so known as Jane or do you like that it's kind of separate? So like a Clark Kent type deal? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's not, it's normal for me now. I guess I don't, I don't really like differentiate my drag character so much from who I am right. in real life. I know that some queens like put on a character when they're in drag and they have like a different voice and all that so they become whoever but I don't know I'm not changing my voice this is as good as I get (laughs) I love that like it's true because I think for a lot of people listening they would kind of assume that I'm a woman yeah (laughs) (laughs) a natural woman baby (laughs) no that that you know you have your drag and they don't necessarily understand how that persona might blur because if you only know certain drag queens, they'd know it as a very separate thing. Mm-hmm. I know that I've talked to certain queens on my channel that have like a very separate life that is them in their day to day, and then when they're out performing at like a bar. But for you, I feel like a lot of your persona is the same. Like I don't feel like even when I see you out in, in drag as Jane, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's that different from you. It's no, not it's like some like big cartoon elevated thing. version of myself. Yeah, I'm, right. I can do a lot more shit and say a lot more shit and get away with it. Yeah, <laughs> totally. When I have a wig on, apparently. But I love that. Do you feel like it's kind of like a mask in a way? Like it makes it easier because of that? I mean, people kind of expect it. They kind of want to be like a little bit shocked by what a drag queen says. So you can right. say some offensive stuff and like... People are like, oh my god, I can't believe she just said that to me. But if I like walked up as a boy and like said some of this shit, I said they'd be like, what a fucking asshole. Right? Yeah. You don't have to be as PC. I guess it's no. like the culture of drag kind of helps. Yeah. Like what people's people want to be like mad and made fun of. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't. No, <laughs> like, you're just bullying Vancouver. Everyone's like, fuck you, Jane. <laughs> no, I I think I think that's so true, and I think that. It is unique in a sense. I know you told me you even have like Jane tattooed on you. Yes. So it's like such a part of you. <laughs> right there. Oh my gosh, I love that. Right on my heart. So when, when I'm like old and gray, if I make it there, <laughs> people will be like, oh my God, who is Jane? I'll be like, honey. <laughs> Let me tell you. I love that. And then they disappear for three hours and come back. And you're out early, so it's like six hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like it'd be like an hour. Right. <laughs> don't have to Just a wig. Yeah. Eyelashes and lips. <laughs> so with that, do you think that like, you've obviously been doing it for a long time. Six years. Six years. Like, you don't just get a tattoo because you just came up with the name last week. In, well, no. It's 
it's something I'm gonna be remembering for the rest of my life. I feel like it's been a substantial chunk of my life that it mm-hmm. made sense for me to get a tattoo right. because I don't know. I don't plan on doing it forever. I'm not. When are you gonna stop? Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, this is a farewell interview. <laughs> the farewell tour. Yeah. Oh That's my god, that was so sad. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I just don't see it being. I don't see myself as like a fifty-year-old still it's not kicking around to the clubs and doing shows like mm. all the power to the queens <laughs> do that all the time I love that got a few of those yeah. in Vancouver yes <laughs> but I just don't see it for myself who knows what path that will take and when it will kind of come to a little bit of an end but we're gonna be at your right. show when you're 50 calling you on that show. yeah <laughs> <laughs> season 32 <laughs> I'm like I said I wouldn't be doing this but here I am okay so Brad Pack that's like your mainstay tell the people listening a little bit about that well, Brat Pack is my weekly show that's on Thursdays at the Junction, and it's me and four other drag queens, one of which you had on your YouTube yes, channel, Cynthia, Cynthia. Kess. I love how she got to be in front of the camera, <laughs> and I get to be on the I was like, Jane microphone. is going Listen, on the, the pretty one, and like, Cynthia, she looks so good on camera. Jane, she's got more of a voice for radio. <laughs> okay, this is the real tea. Who wants to tell it about the drag, being ready and drag? Oh, I was like, thing. what? Okay, so... When you were coming over, mm-hmm. well, actually, we were at Whole Foods, and Brie was like, I just had a really, like, panicking thought. What if he comes, like, in mm-hmm. full drag? And we were like, oh, my God. Like, we didn't even think of that as a possibility. <laughs> oh Both of us God. have, like, incredible anxiety, so we were just, like, snowballing You're each like, other. opening the door so <laughs> No, I literally had a thought. I was like, should I have mentioned that this is just, like, a recording? Because if you spend the time to get all ready and you show up, so we had a whole plan down. If you came in drag, we were going to, like, get the camera out and, like, make sure we took lots of photos because it's a lot of work. Oh, my God. We're also, like, that level of crazy. We're also, like, then we sat here for, like, 20 minutes and we're like, oh, shit. Like, should I have said this? I'm, like, reading back my messages. I'm crazy anxiety, so. There is no chance I would have shown up in drag unless there was a monetary component. Cheers! I like that. I like that. So speaking of, like, let's talk about booking fees. Do a lot of people try and get you with no pay, IES? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like we skipped the Brat Pack topic, too. Should we go back mm, to yeah, yeah. Brat Pack? Yes, oh my god, I, tell I us. I brought up Cynthia and how beautiful she was. Go, She's gorgeous, <laughs> I know, but yeah, you are too. It's hard to get distracted. So, yeah, yeah Brat Pack is um, my weekly show that I do with my four best friends, Cynthia, Jam, Gia, and Kendall. And it's the only show in the city that has a set cast of performers rather than, like, two hosts or one host that have rotating weekly guests. Right. And when it first started, it was kind of a risk, like, the people that... It started the Odyssey, and when we, like, brought the proposal for Brat Pack to them, they were like, this isn't going to work. Like, people get interested by the new guests every week. It keeps it, like, spicy. And, right. Because they'll get... Not bored of the host, but they thought it would just get repetitive, ironically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? This is going to be like a reality TV show, kind of. Like, you're going to get to know us. We're like, there for the infighting anyways. Like, yes. That's all we need. You get to like, watch us grow. And like, if there's drama, we usually are not afraid to bring it up. And mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. You just It's like watching Jersey Shore, kind of. There's totally. only six or five yeah. cast of Jersey Shore. They're not adding new people every season. And right. So People don't and, have the attention spans for that either, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> so four years later, it has worked obviously so. right yeah. and was it the same it, it's different than when it first started like were there different yes. queens when it first started and now it's gone from six to five to four to five to six to right five. 
Love so, it. Survival of Venice. Wait, you just fucking got cut. Am I missing something? No one got cut. They <laughs> two, okay. two of the original members quit. Right. Okay. So fair. That's, this is on record. So everybody <laughs> knows this. Whoever's listening at home, there's a lot of talk about it, like how we kicked whoever out, but that is not the case. No one was ever kicked out of Brat Pack. They okay. quit on their own. You can tell us the truth after we shut the mic off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Those> fucking bitches. <laughs> no, I like that. And I, I have noticed with all of your social media posts that the kind of reality TV theme to it, and I love that. I love when I go. Well, first of all, I will go on record and say it's my favorite drag show in town. If you're in Vancouver, you need to go see Brad Pack Thursday nights at the Junction. A thousand percent. Do not miss it. Best drag. Woo! And also, and I travel a lot, and I whenever I travel, I make sure to go see drag when I'm in new cities. And Brad Pack still is like up there, like one of the best. Hair toss. Not just saying that. But um, I do like. I like. Who, I know who I'm going to expect when I invite friends to come with me. I'm like, oh, this is like so and so. This is the kind of style they do. Or like. I like, love that this yeah, person's gonna be so your. This is your thing, yeah. or this type of person, and right. That's the other part of it too. I wanted people to like be able to relate to one of us. Yes. Mm-hmm. From a distance, maybe we all just look like a bunch of bimbos with like flat wigs and whatever. But yes. once you get to like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm putting it first off. You're like, or there's no big hair and like huge ass padding and big boobs and diamonds and gowns, which it's just that would look a little silly on us but right so yeah from a distance we might look like just like a bunch of basic bitches <laughs> but <laughs> when you get to like watch the show a couple times you learn that we're all quite different totally personality wise yeah like, I love I that I consider myself to be the punk one. <laughs> oh, okay which the other girls make fun of me for because I'm like um, I'm doing this song because I'm the punk one super punk yeah so and punk. then Cynthia's like the bubblegum mm-hmm. pop princess, princess she is totally. like artsy and creative and angelic and also very beautiful she should be on camera as well. yeah we'll make sure she's on camera <laughs> <I'm laughs> yeah. kidding jane's beautiful by the way you need to follow jane on instagram because instagram handles jane's at jane smoker correct and that's what i'm here for now i'm done okay. <laughs> follow me <laughs> there it is got it see ya no but at jane smoker and the posts are fantastic, so make sure to follow. And very that, that's why we can joke about it, because you're very beautiful in and out of drag as well. But um, do you think that there's... I, I mean, I'm sure there's positives to having the same people around, but you brought up, like, there's questions of, like, drama, and you're not afraid to bring that on stage. Having the same girls there every week and not having, like, a leader or a host that just rotates guests, mm-hmm. does that bring up, like, certain conflicts of interest? Well, if you can imagine, like five people working together, like five regular people working together (laughs) in like an office environment, things probably like get a little rocky. Mm -hmm. Now imagine five like over the top (laughs) drag queens working together. Five gay men? Five gay men. It's levels of crazy. It goes like five like straight office working people. Yeah. And now we have like five gay men. And now five five men. (laughs) And then Five drag queens that have to work together every week. I think like, the only thing worse would be five lesbians, just saying. Drag kings. There's five drag more. kings. Oh, that's the like, top. <laughs> the top. Call, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I yeah, I can imagine that it would be like, but I really I do I like it. Also, the group numbers are fantastic. I feel like because you guys are together so much you can do great group numbers. Yeah, we do see each other a lot, like two or three times a week. 
including the show. That's like more than I see anyone ever. So they're like, they're like my only friends. Actually, <laughs> oh like when gosh. we went to Victoria two weeks ago, uh-huh. I was like, oh my gosh, we go to the gift shop and get something for our friends, like as a joke, like a stupid cute. And I'm like, oh, you're like this is it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. Either. You do like a keychain secret Santa, like in a hat for each other instead. Yeah, we, all, we actually all went in and just bought each other a keychain. Oh, <laughs> that would be so cute. <laughs> um, so you said you went to Victoria. Are there any other places that you've been and performed drag? How are they different from Vancouver? I've been a couple places. I've been around the block, the yep. country, the whatever, the continent. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been to LA. I've been to New York. I've been to Canadian cities like Toronto, Montreal, Edmonton, Calgary, Regina. I've been wow. to Albuquerque, New wow. Mexico. I've been to Austin, Texas. I've been Holy to Houston, Texas. Shit. I've been to San Antonio. All doing drag. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> no, James just listing I everywhere in the world I'm just he's like, ever been. Looking at a map of the world, I'm like, I've been to. <laughs> Just throwing darts <laughs> at a globe. I know, and sometimes it's because I'm booked to go there for like a pride gig, and a lot of them were because I was the empress, which we can right. talk about too. Right. Where it was like my job to go travel and represent Vancouver okay. at these big pageanty events. And that I had to pay my own way there. Right. But otherwise, I, I get paid. You get to paid go, to go. Which is lovely. Hell yeah. It's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that. I think a lot of our listeners would Sean you can correct me if I'm wrong they probably mostly know drag from RuPaul's Drag Race yeah which let me just put a blanket statement out there go support your local drag because there's nothing more important that you can do um it's a personal pet peeve of mine like when people just love the show but also there's so much good stuff at home if you're in a town that has that right um so um speaking to that i think a lot of people would probably not know your type of drag which is not like the tv drag so what is the empress thing what is going in what's your day-to-day like kind of gig um what part of that question i answering what's, yes. the, what's the empress thing or like what's my day-to-day gig sorry you didn't get that that wasn't clear yeah, i'm a little lost here <laughs> classic oh three also, I it's so fucking hot in here it's so like, hot I was starting to think I was like Oprah Winfrey I thought I was nailing it until that question no you're never nailing it oh, okay Sean re-ask in a way that makes sense to I don't people. even know what is happening okay well Sean just ask a question and then we'll go I ahead. would just say like briefly explain what like Empress of Vancouver is because I think that's pretty like niche Cheers. thing. Cheers. <laughs> yeah, it's a little confusing and it's people little... are like you could be like a literal empress of Canada. Nobody knows. Oh, that's yeah. so true. You you are. You I, are. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> also on the record. Um, no, the empress thing is like a it's a tradition that's gone back several years, like f- over fifty years, which started in San Francisco. Um, where they would elect a representative to raise money for charities, like gay-related charities. Mm-hmm. And they would spend a year fundraising however they saw fit to raise money for charities when it was like most needed 50 years ago. Right. So then San Francisco started it, and then it kind of got adopted by all the other major cities in America and Canada as well. So then it's just blown up into this amazing fundraising organization called the... Um, International court system is what they call it. Okay. Very official. Yes. <laughs> Very official. It's sounding more and more like you are the actual empress yeah, of, the of the world. <laughs> I was at the royal wedding. <laughs> you were at the royal wedding. Yeah. yeah. You if got you married. Re- if you look really cool. I am Meghan Markle. <laughs> 
Now that so you know, you look familiar. We put we put Megan on camera. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, international court system, and then yeah, they elect. So you would have to run for the position, and then they would vote you in. Very political. Voted by the people. Voted by the people, and then you spend your year fundraising in your city, but also traveling to other people's coronations. They call them, and coronation okay. is where. You elect the new official, and the one that reigned for the year steps down. Okay. So it happens once a year, and they're all like on a different weekend. Okay. So there would. So they're all like kind of planned out. Yeah. Okay. Because you did like incredibly well with your reign. Is that what we're gonna call it? Because I know that you raised like forty something thousand dollars, which is not like quite unheard of. Fuck. Kind of. I mean, for a lot of the other like major divisions of the court system it's not that unheard of especially in America they can raise like a total like a hundred thousand I mean America. they have like ten times the people that we have so. exactly <laughs> and they're allowed to do like more things like outdoor events and right I don't know they can put like the liquor sales towards it or mm-hmm. we can't really do that here for some reason yeah they're also like registered charities and we're a non-profit right so, so people can be like oh I'm gonna donate this huge ten thousand dollar check and like write it off mm, gotcha right. okay but, I'm sorry let's go back forty one thousand dollars yeah. So That's was, impressive. So I was Empress 46 of Vancouver. So in 46 years, the record was 19, I think. Oh my yeah, gosh. That's like a lot. You just smashed <laughs> Just like a casual it. overdouble. Well, that's what yeah. I do. I, <laughs> I mean, hey. That's true. Like when I put my mind to something, I'm like, oh, I'm pretty proud of this trait of mine. When I like say I'm going to do something, I have to do yeah. it the best. Yeah. I think you do. Yeah. Definitely. Like when I was like, I'm going to be a drag queen, I'm like, I'm going to. Be a successful drag yeah, queen, which and I, I think you have yeah. done. Uh-huh. And when I entered Vancouver's Next Drag Superstar in 2015, I'm like, I'm going to win. This. Yeah. And I, there was like no question about it. Yeah. And then when I was like, if I'm going to be the Empress, I'm going to be a record-breaking Empress. Right. So, you see you, it and you do. You it. also like brought the show back to like its original venue, didn't you? There's something. It was at the Commodore Ballroom for multiple years, but then interest kind of died down because people lose interest really quickly in things Guilty. and it's yeah so yeah. it's hard it got like kind of pushed to the the back burner of the gay community like no one really got involved in the fundraising and right so yeah then it stopped being able to go to the commodore because the commodore's really expensive so mm-hmm. it, it trickled down it, at one point it was at like celebrities nightclub and like someone's basement <laughs> <laughs> no a 7-eleven <laughs> but that was another thing that me and tommy the emperor that i was my partner for the mm-hmm. year. They were like, we're going to bring this to the calendar. Like, there's no question about it. We're doing it. And you were the perfect people because I feel like we were talking about it before. I feel like you are the most, I mean, in our opinion, and I think a lot of people's opinion, you're the most well-known drag queen in Vancouver. I would yeah. argue. Well, I do. would definitely say so. Right? Yeah. I think like most people, even if they're not like super involved in the scene, if they've even like been to a show or two or like been around, been to, you know, celebrities Vancouver's next week superstar once they know Jane Smoker so like I feel like it was a young fresh enough involved enough face that it brought it back because personally I had never really noticed it or heard about it before you were doing it a lot of people said yeah well in terms of the rain and like Vancouver's next drag superstar I think that you like from your time on like added the punch of excitement <laughs> that was like maybe mm-hmm. not lacking because I'm not gonna drag anybody that did before because but lacking so I think that definitely had like a huge impact on the Vancouver drag scene yeah 
think so. I, I mean, I don't want to be like... Oh, no, God, to yeah. your horn, bitch. <laughs> no, we'll say it all for you, because yeah. it's true. And I mean... I wouldn't say I'm like the most well-known drag queen in Vancouver. I think I'm definitely one of the most recognizable of the generation of drag that we're in right now. Right. I think like, that's before, fair. Before me, there are some amazing queens. Connie like, Smudge. Led, yeah, Connie Smudge, my drag mother, Jaylene, mm-hmm. Carlotta Girl, Joni. Totally. Like, Ray. All, like, those, yeah, they yeah. all kind of paved the way. And they were doing this before... Drag Race was even a show. Before it was even a thing. Yeah. They are like, I fighting like, the good fight. Yeah, they were, like, working their ass off, labor mm-hmm. of love, because they loved doing and loved entertaining, and right. I'm sure they weren't drawing, like, massive, massive, massive crowds, like mm-hmm. drag is now, because of Drag Race. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, a healthy crowd, and mm-hmm. doing their thing, and raising money for charity, so I look up to them a lot, like, right. and commend them for Pay doing it. Before there was, int- like, YouTube makeup mm-hmm. tutorials, and, like... So many drag queens. They didn't even have like computers, so <laughs> <laughs> no Instagram. You didn't even have mirrors or they were typewriting everything. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Under torch they, they, they do tell stories like that. And they're like, I had to bring my music on a cassette tape. Oh my gosh! I'm like, bitch, I just coming on a USB. Hell yeah! <laughs> but there's something to be said for that, and I like that you bring that up because, like we talked about before, a lot of people would know it from no drag. When I say it, drag. Um, from RuPaul's Drag Race. So, mm-hmm. like, I think a lot of people don't recognize that people were doing this for years and years and years, like, before And teaching themselves and figuring it out exactly yeah. along the way. Because like, nowadays, with YouTube tutorials and everything, it's, I feel like, such an easier entrance into it with so much more knowledge yeah. out there. To be, like, And it's very trendy. In. So, like, if you got the money, because drag is the most expensive yeah. hobby, <laughs> quote-unquote, you could have. So, if you've got, like, a couple thousand dollars, you can literally just walk around downtown and get everything you need like get yourself a wig get yourself some makeup Mm -hmm. get an outfit get some shoes get a cincher whatever and -hmm. turn yourself into a drag queen overnight yeah watch a youtube makeup tutorial watch how to style a wig and you're good golden start an instagram start an instagram yeah Yeah. exactly so speaking to that with all the knowledge out there what's the importance of and for some people maybe explain what it is for the people listening that don't know having a drag mother the importance of having a drag mother. Yeah. Um, like, what is that for people listening that might not know? I feel like it, the, the, it's also more of an old school drag thing before, mm-hmm. like, we keep talking about the internet and stuff. Yeah. It was somebody... The internet, like, is their drag mother. No. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a really good quote. <laughs> yeah. The internet is everybody's drag mother these yeah. days. But before, it was somebody who had done it for a couple years mm-hmm. and a new drag queen wannabe you could call it or like right. wanna, aspiring to be a drag queen would have to go approach this person and get taken under their wing to right. learn how to do makeup and how to sew or mm-hmm. how to put your body together and all that stuff because it's, yeah. it's a lot more than just throwing on a dress and a wig yeah. oh trust me Sean and I tried Oh, my oh God. yeah. <laughs> it was horrendous. It was, yeah, first of all, so expensive. You're right. And I was like, Dollarama, Amazon. Yeah, it's like, a lot. Cheap yeah. Shit. Like, I looked cheap. And as you looked well, cheap. Which is kind of the goal. <laughs> <laughs> it but, still takes a lot of money yeah, to look pretty cheap. Very true. Yeah. So. It's so, crazy. As somebody who had a drag mother, do you see the importance of it and almost feel the need to be someone else's or are you kind of like the internet is your drag mother and kind of out piece by <laughs> I think like actual human experience and like knowledge of having done it for a couple of years is more valuable than the internet but right I certainly don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> sorry 
call me old school, <laughs> but Sean hit it all from just watching a couple tutorials. It was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's more than that. Also, I think it's someone who can like put you in the right direction of like gigs as well. Yeah, like if you, I feel like there's things on the internet like can't really teach you like there's also like the relations at, like with yeah. other queens and all that that you kind of networking to, yeah how much money to ask for i feel like no one ever talks about money mm-hmm. like i've found from my you're just going like straight for the fucking money <laughs> well i found with mine like my thing i went cut straight to the t- chase as soon as i started doing anything on the internet with youtube instagram whatever it was i started asking people that i looked up to i was like straight up this is a very personal question but can you tell me how much you fucking ask for mm-hmm. Because no one talks about that, right? So no one, if you don't have someone who's kind of like mentoring you, you can like really undersell yourself. Right. That That is a good point. I mean, money in drag is, it's never going to pay your rent. No. <laughs> I will say that. I feel like there's a little bit of a ceiling that you can hit when it comes to your rate. Mm-hmm. Other than with out-of-town gigs, like I feel like I get the most for traveling gigs. But locally, like... They've, Supply yeah. and demand, right? You can only fill a club to this yeah. capacity. You can only charge this much cover, so it's like... It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Also, it doesn't like, help that we have small clubs and cheap cover, so... <laughs> yes. True. <laughs> Very true. Because, well, like, yeah. if you go to, like, an American city, and I'm sure the culture of drag, especially since Drag Race is an American show, I'm sure the culture of drag in American cities is, like, even more prevalent is that a word yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go with that yeah, right i think it is okay <laughs> sure <laughs> just three <laughs> prominent i think prevalent we're going with prevalent okay. anyways i'm sure <laughs> don't ask me to spell it no. i could have used it in a sentence get the origin um <laughs> but like i'm sure that the it's more prominent in american cities like do you find that as well like do you find that there's a huge difference when you go to an american city like as compared to depends Canadian which city? one but like the major american cities like, like the- albuquerque you know <laughs> albuquerque. <I> mean, <laughs> the drag capital of the united states <laughs> yeah um I, I feel like albuquerque if you want to bring that up is like kind of similar to here but when it right. goes, comes to like new york or chicago or la it's just like it's the hottest thing yeah, yeah. it's kind of hard to compete with that we don't have anything that offers that no mm-hmm. so that being said like there's so many clubs in LA New York and Chicago and there's so many people that are wanting to see it every day of the week so queens work every single day and pay their rent off of it. yeah breakfast but, lunch and dinner yeah they'll do their brunch shows yeah. they'll do three gigs a night and take their whatever they're making 150 200 bucks plus their tips right yeah and that's that but it's a little different yeah we different. don't really have that here do we I don't know what it is. Like, why don't we just... We have no because people. It's a, it's everything's a, small. We and have it's only one street. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's so true. I can't imagine myself on, like, a Friday night being like, well, I'm so busy tonight. And I'll be at 1181 at 9. I'll be at XY at 10. And I'm going to cap it off at Chinchette. Your whole like, tour of the town. The people are just following me around. Yeah. Like, watching me do the same thing three times. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's- and it's literally all the same people that jump from those clubs anyways. Exactly. There's just not enough of the population here and mm-hmm. not enough, like, venues for it, so. So speaking to America and RuPaul's Drag Race and us, like, bumping your ego up of saying you're, like, so fantastic, because you are, but you don't want to sit here and say it, so we'll say it for you. Is there a certain That's part of do. you that is, like, frustrated that there's no chance of you getting on RuPaul's Drag Race? Because for people that are listening that don't know, you cannot apply unless you're American. Is that correct? Right. So is that is that frustrating? Does that, like, how do you feel about that? I mean, 
I feel like the frustration about it has kind of passed. I feel like right. I accepted it, and it's just it's just not a thing that's ever going to be a thing in my life. So. I feel like the sooner you accept it, the happier you're, you're going to be. That's fair. a very fair point. Also, like, you know when there's, like, Canadian Amazing Race? It or, like, it's not just not. Good. I'm like, mm. what camera are you using? Like, an iPhone? So, <laughs> no. you could You could be the RuPaul of Canada. James Smoker's oh Drag Race. James Smoker's Drag Race. I'm here for it. I'd watch it. Oh, my God. Well, never say never. <laughs> Even, like, start with the YouTube series. Yeah, oh my god, just literally me and my phone. <laughs> 12 queens. Here we are, we're Selfies going on. Someone's going on. Oh my god. Yeah. I would love that. But I don't know, I'm, I'm not the type of drag queen that's like grasping at opportunities to how I'm going to like make this my living. Right. You're not like seeing this like you want to like get bigger and bigger. You're seeing it as like I'm not like how can I quit my day job to be in drag every single day and making a living off. Oh, that's, just, that's what I'm doing every day. She <laughs> <laughs> really enjoyed that one time. That one time for like 2 not hours while you were in drag. I feel um, like if you if you love doing drag and you love what it brings to people like that's my favorite part of it my favorite part of drag is a being especially in brat pack getting to be with my four best friends Mm -hmm. at the show like it's so much more fulfilling than just doing it by yourself i feel like but also the way it makes people feel and like when they come up to us after and they're like this is like the highlight of my week like Mm -hmm. you guys made me laugh so much you guys made me feel something like right that is worth it more than that's rewarding a couple hundred extra bucks right i totally see that and I think that's what you have to be. It's like anything. Like if you look at someone who's an actor or a uh, yeah, singer or whatever it is, you know, the 1% is maybe going to be able to do that for their entire living for the rest of their life. Yeah. If, if you truly love like if you love making it, music it. and like you're a musician and you're not going to sit in your room like banging your head against the wall being like, why am I not famous? Yeah, yeah. I'm not making any more music until I get famous. No, you're just going to keep doing it. Because I feel like that's it. like the beauty of the arts, but also like one of the pains of yeah. the arts. Yeah, sword. <laughs> because there yeah. is that c- certain ceiling to it that you feel it's like. It's like one of the only careers or like hobbies or anything that you can have such an effect on people, but you also might not be getting compensated in a way that you can make it your full. That's right. fair. Like you can be the best at something and still it can't be like your full job, which yeah. would be mm-hmm. to a certain extent frustrating. Yeah. But also like somebody who's not in the arts might never have like that effect or that personal impact on somebody. So it's kind of like a trade off. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't like to focus on like that negative side of it. Yeah. Being, like, like to why am I not taking off? Why am I, mm-hmm. why don't I not have as many Instagram followers as some like right. drag queen from New York who's been doing it for two months. Right. That's another thing. Like if you're from New York and you start an Instagram account, it's like, it just flies. <laughs> yeah. Canada, they're like, who? Nelly Furtado? Actually, <laughs> <laughs> no. Girl, is that you? Yeah, like, what? A triggering story about Nelly Furtado, though. I went to see her in <laughs> I went to see Nelly Furtado in concert, like, four, like five years ago or something. Before she got fat. I think she was kind of fat when she was performing. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> she, she, goes to, <laughs> she goes to sing Prince. I mean, no shade, I got fat too. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're all sitting here fat. 
Um, she goes to sing Promiscuous Girl and she changed the lyrics to Mysterious Girl. Oh no. Why? Because she had a kid? I think so. But I'm like, obviously you had a kid because you're promiscuous. So like, let's not lie to ourselves here. Yeah, oh my god. There's literally already a music video for Promiscuous. Like, her kid's gonna see it. We all know you're a slide. Like, you can't escape it. She's like, no No, we're just gonna show this performance. Religious girl. (laughs) (laughs) Nelly. That should be a topic on your guys' show. Nelly for time. Nelly for Everything about Nelly Furtado. Like a series, a four-part series. Yeah. Yes. That's a, that's like, a, we need to dive into that. Okay. But yeah, back to the money thing. Mm-hmm. I just feel lucky. Like, if you focus on the positive sides of it more than the negative side, yeah. it like just makes you a freer person. I just think back to like when I was a kid, like putting a towel on my head to pretend I had long hair. And like crawling into like the tree to be Pocahontas and like singing colors of the wind and like putting on shows for my parents and their family. So just like appropriating all the cultures. (laughs) (laughs) It was was not strapped upon back then. It was a different time. It was the 90s. You could do whatever. I had a weeping willow in my backyard, did the same dance. Yeah. So I think back to like doing that and like growing up kind of being more feminine before coming out. And now I get to like perform in front of people. And I'm like, I'm not a trained dancer. I'm not like an incredible singer or anything. It's I just, I get to be on stage and entertain people. And they love it anyway. And that's like the coolest thing ever to me. That's super cool. I like that. And I, I think that's a good positive outlook. But going back to the money thing. Jesus <laughs> <Christ> <laughs> so, so if I become a drink, how much am I going to get? How much can I get? No, I do want to ask one question. What do you personally, or maybe you can speak for everyone, think is a cheap tip and what's a great tip? Or is there is there not? About is it doing whatever? drag? How do you feel about no. compass cards? Like, <laughs> in our other episode, yeah. she was like, I feel like like you should start giving like gift cards, compass cards. I'm like, you can't give people like, transit. Get, get home safe. You know? <laughs> oh, a tip, like yes, a money tip. Like a tip. Oh yeah, we're like, like, I'm talking money. Oh yeah, advice is that what you thought? Yeah, I was like. A cheap tip. I'm going to give you some really bad advice. (laughs) Just throw those fuckers right off. You know what? A $5 bill is lovely. It's like... If someone gives me a fucking... Like a... Loony or something. Well, a coin of any... Has anyone ever given you like a dime or a quarter? I sure know, but... Like a loony or two, now just throw it back at them. I'm like, yeah, I don't want this shit. Like, I don't have any pockets. No, <laughs> in the top. That's the other thing that's different about the states. They've got the one dollar. They have the one dollar bill, so it's less offensive. I feel. I mean, it's still the same amount of money, but like when I'm tipping, like I'll, I'll, it's more fun, right? You can give five, but you're like, woo, like yeah, five. One dollar. <laughs> you're listening, so you didn't see me making it rain and looking super cool doing it, but. But yeah, I think that when I see people go, I like literally have been in a drag show and I see people like getting out their loony. I've been in a drag show when like, I've heard coins hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, it wasn't it wasn't Brad Pack. So no. Um, but yeah, I like. I feel like it would just be offensive. Anything less than a bill. A five dollar bill is great. Yeah. And it means like you're doing something. That they liked, because I feel like in the states it's just it's just natural. You, uh, the queen comes you just, on, you pull out your one, you, and everyone is given a one, and they. That's end up, true. And then the next one comes on, like here's the tip, here's the tip. But I feel like in Canada you actually have to like kind of work for work it, so for that it. when you someone walks up to you with that one, you're like, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I will walk over to yeah. you. I, I noticed that in the states, the the queens that came on, they did like two numbers, and the first number was them on stage, and the second number was them going around and literally just tips. collecting the tips. Yeah. 
it's such a different thing. Whereas here, a lot of the queens that I've met in America say that you perform for about thirty to forty seconds of the song, and the rest you just get the money. Oh my <laughs> god! Like one of those like church baskets that they go around with. Literally, yeah. no. They had someone at the one of the bars I went to in LA collecting. Well, yeah, you're just a like, guy walking behind and collecting like them off the floor behind the them. Right? Yeah, you perform 30 seconds of the song, <laughs> then you go get all the money, and then right when the key changes at the end, you throw the money in the air and do a big death drop, and that's the end of the day. Golden. Yeah. And then one <laughs> of the servers comes up. and like gets it for you and brings yeah. it back. Oh my god, that is so funny. Well, I, it's just so different, right? It's funny how like just a little thing like not having a $1 bill can maybe like change the whole way that that kind of goes down. Because mm-hmm. I feel like mentally people are like, five bucks, that's like a drink. Like they yeah. think more of it. You have to really want to give it. Queen. Yeah. But then sometimes, especially at our show, we have like this following of strippers that come who just love us. Oh, which fuck yeah. I love them for loving us. I also and feel they like they're very on brand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they relate to us. We're a bunch of strippers too. So. Perfect. Yeah. And they come with like big lots of cash and yeah. we'll throw 20s at us. And Well, they probably understand my... too. Yeah. Because they're working for tips. So they exactly. understand how it feels like you go up there, you put a lot of work in. And you're wearing a wig. You're like, swinging around a pole. Yeah. You know, tops, yeah. you know. <laughs> they understand. Yeah, it's a special bond. Really, definitely. Each other. Yeah, totally. I feel like it's expensive to be a stripper too. Yeah. So like, gotta keep certain things up. Or you will get like a raging drunk person, also very much our brand. Yes. <laughs> who will literally give away their rant to us, and then I'm like. You're going to regret this tomorrow, but yeah. I'm also not going to say No. <laughs> You're going to regret this, but I'm not. So, so what's, like, the biggest tip you've ever gotten? A few weeks ago at Brat Pack, it was, like, our Fergie night. <laughs> like, so stupid. <laughs> I love that. Nothing brings the hundreds like Fergie. Oh, <laughs> our tenth right. wow. Fergie <laughs> night of the season. <laughs> and someone gave... I performed, like, Big Girls Don't Cry, and I don't know. And hey. someone literally, like, came up to me so drunk and gave me about $240. <gasps> Oh my gosh. And I was like, yes. Thank you. And that's not crying tonight. That's like, have you seen that commercial? Start the car. And I'd be like, out. I'd be like, and I'm done. Yeah. See you later. That's amazing. That big girl like might have been crying the next morning though, but (laughs) she most likely I would be. Oh my god. Okay, so let's get a little more personal, if that's okay with you. How like we've talked about your drag, we've talked about how it is in the scene. That whole thing. How does this translate into your personal life? Like, does it affect it? Do you find that people, because they know you as Jane too, like, how does that affect dating? Things like that. Yeah. It it definitely, like, makes me not want to, like, get too close to people anymore. Like, is that okay. so sad to say? I mean, yeah, but I that's put, like, what we a, do here. <laughs> I put, like, a little bit of a wall up because I, you just never know with people, like, if they know who I am before meeting me or if they're just, like... Basically, I just I just don't know if they're like I'm just a fan of me. I right. want to like get into the inner circle and like get guest list or something. Like I can't tell you how many times. Right. I speak for the whole brat pack. People on like Grinder will be like, oh, can, let's hook up, and then they'll, they'll go hook up, and like right after they're done, be like, so can I get guest list for this <gasps> week's show? And it's just like, what? Oh the hell? God. It's so whack. And like one time when I was running for Empress, this is a weird story. I went and hooked up with somebody on Grinder, and like. When we were done, I was leaving. He's like, oh, by the way, I, I voted for you today to be the Empress. And I was like, he had to, like, show me the sticker that you got, like, the I voted sticker. I'm like, oh. Ew. That like, is You ruined strange. the moment. Yeah. Like, oh, this is over. I think that I'm leaving. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I hate that. Because it is in Vancouver on the scene. For those that aren't on the scene in Vancouver, you guys are known. Like you're known as Jane Smoker. Mm-hmm. So it would be like I think a lot of people that maybe you hadn't met before would know you as Jane Smoker first. Yeah, and like that's all they want to know me as. Right. Whatever, whatever side of jane smoker they want to know like i have a reputation for being a little bit of a party girl right so like people just you wanna, yeah no oh, <laughs> not anymore but not since last week <laughs> <laughs> that 240 yeah <laughs> so like a lot of people want to just be my friend because they want to like get fucked up with me or like get mm-hmm. into places for free and get free drinks i don't know so there's that side some people just want to like know gossip and or worst of the worst want to become a drag queen oh <laughs> so like people that will like pretend to be interested in me and then we'll go on like one or two dates and they're like so like i really want to do drag this weekend can you like do my makeup and i'm like no oh my god no. you're kidding can I, can I borrow some of like a wig or something i'm like i hate you that, that made me like that's also nauseous. such like a like a drag specific issue mm-hmm. like i don't think that would happen for any other career that is a wild i guess like an actor and stuff people that's yeah, fucked, i don't know though. people are people are really weird about like clicky i think especially in the lgbtq community where there are like communities where like you know if you've been around or you've made a name for yourself they can be clicky in certain senses mm-hmm. so people might see it as like an easy way to like social climb their way in 100 percent, right um i even i've joked to julia my girlfriend before that like if she broke up with me i'd be screwed because the people that I wouldn't know if people were like DMing me to like be an Instagram couple. Like right, I've had right. friends that have gone through that where they're like, Oh, I started dating this girl. And then she was like, so should we start doing like couples videos? Right. Like That's two videos in, kind of it's the same thing. Right. And it's like, it would be really hard to separate at that <laughs> point. Sean and I were talking and I will not name their name, but I see them all the time at the bars and they always find a way to we actually brought you here to discuss this because it's getting really weird I got my way I'm on the show (laughs) (laughs) no and people will be like oh like chatty chatty with me so nice to see you and then it's like oh and also I'm thinking of starting a YouTube channel we should do a video can you you can be on mine I can be on yours and it's like it, it you no. can tell when it's authentic and when it's not. Like, yeah. it's really easy to read really fast. I'm sure you know that too. Like, I have friends that, you know, I'm more than happy to help because they're my genuine friend and I love to see people, like, start things and, like, do their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell when it's, like, they're coming from a place that they think it's going to be, like, an equal collaboration or whatever it may be. But you can also, like, immediately tell when they're, like, segueing into that all the time. Yeah. And there's people, like, actively avoid at the bars because of that. Yeah. Which is like, Straight I'm sure up. you feel that. I feel like that's like super natural to put up a wall though if people are just like using you, especially if you've gone through it many times. You just time. never know. And yeah, having gone through it a couple times, it's just, I don't know. It must be like exhausting. Yeah. No new friends policy. Hell yeah. Just Which, no friends policy, you know? I just hate everybody. And like, just me. Just me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that helps though, I guess. But then there's the opposite side of that that I get labeled as this like, bitch. Right. Who like won't talk to anybody. I'm mm-hmm. like, well... I do talk to people. I just... It's, it's a different like, thing. I will talk to you, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I honestly, I do get it because it gets to a certain point where you're like, you can't like help everyone or befriend everyone or be best friends with everyone. Mm-hmm. And when you're feeling like people are wanting things from you, it's like exhausting. You're just giving, 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 and you realize that 
Yeah, I so feel the same as both of you. Like, yeah. I'm just like, really want to get so close to me and use me. Like, really popular. Really popular. <laughs> On the scene, you know. On the scene. People are like, let's make a video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, after your one drag post, I'm sure your DMs are blowing up. Well, like, after I hook up with them, you're like, can I borrow a wig? My single wig. Can you my drag Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'd be very proud. Yeah. Like, that one the time influence. your drag was yeah. like, <laughs> All you needed was that one time. That one time blew up. Yeah. No, but so okay. So with that and like dating, are there certain people that you find are okay with or not okay with dating a drag queen? Like, is that like because I think that your persona particularly it kind of like meshes more. It. Do you think that there's people that like might be against, against it? A hundred percent. A lot of people. They're not into that. Like a deal breaker. Yeah. Like, wow. sometimes you, like, some not me, I've never had this experience, but, like, some of my friends have had to, like, put off telling somebody that oh. they're dating. And it's, like, the big reveal on, like, like the fourth secret. or fifth date. Yeah. Wow. Because it just, it rubs people the wrong way. And I guess there's this, like, toxic masculinity a little bit to it that they don't want to feel. My like. favorite. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, mask for mask. They don't want to be, like, associated with this, like, part-time chick. I don't know. Okay. So... But I also feel like when we did drag or when we talked about like gender or anything. When like the we, experts, me and Sean, yeah. talked about drag. So yeah. when, <laughs> but like I think to be in drag, you have to be so comfortable with your own masculinity mm-hmm. that because you're like, it's, you kind of push it to the side. So I think getting to that point, it's like mask for a mask. Like, fuck you. Like, we've kind of overpassed that. Like, yeah. who are you trying to fool? <laughs> right, I see that. But that's just the way. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> you can like tell it like it is, and it's just mm-hmm. the way it is. Totally. And then on the flip side, do you feel like some people like fetishize you? Yes. They like see it as like something. That was a want. quick yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that is what I like to call a clown fucker. <gasps> oh my god, I love that. Yes. You have a name. I love the term. <laughs> yeah. A clown fucker. That's it used amazing. back in the day. It used to be like called a tranny banger, but you can't say that anymore. No, that's no. yeah. That's yeah. That's now not, cut off. No, okay. so now we call them clown fuckers. Clown fuckers, and like, these are people that would like would that would come to your show or sign into your DMs that want to fuck you in drag. Yes, like somebody that would ask you to get into drag or like just like want you at the end of the night. Either <laughs> or, really. Wow. wow. And like I said, I would never do that if I wasn't already in drag. I have done it before. Actually, it's like really awkward hooking so up in drag. So you've hooked like, up in drag before. Yeah, but like. Not full sex. Like, okay. I, people forget that, like, oh, so it's your dance. <laughs> oh my god! Somebody like we pull the lever, make it rain. <laughs> no, um, a lot. Some queens like use their real bodies, and that's amazing, and shave their legs and moisturize. Real bodies. No, like my friend Berlin. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know her she is like has a perfect body and just like puts some tape on a little thong and she looks great but I have like a hockey player shoulder body so I need to like even end up with some hips and like a million layers right so there's only pad. so much you can do so there's not really anything going on down there to work like with dead. if you wanted to take off my panties you would just see this like weird Barbie crotch <laughs> and like one ass cheek <laughs> really and like don't get me started on taking that off because that's it's really really hot (laughs) it's like sweaty and disgusting but I have like 
suck the guy's dick in drag, which is really right. quite well, fascinating because having all this hair, oh, it was yeah. like you're only human, you know. Lipstick, <laughs> you know what? All over the place. <laughs> Why not? In Why the bathroom not? stall at a random club. You gotta try everything once or exactly. twice or ten times. It's not like I whatever. Love to do it every time. I've only done it once, but mm-hmm. that's what they all say. It's okay. okay yeah. We'll continue on, Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> the, the camera, the microphone. So I feel like I'm really mad. I don't have a camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, got the camera. I've also I can't wait for my photo shoot. Yeah. What? You've what? <laughs> oh my god. The one time. <laughs> one. That was a really. I checked really all the boxes, day. guys. Yeah. Sean sucked my dick in drag. <laughs> You love that. You love the podcast. Just yeah. immediately started cruising around. Yeah. Oh my Make God. the most of the face. Exactly. That's Might as like well. Might as well. Multiple gigs per look. Exactly. <laughs> that's it was a one. different kind of gig. Yeah. Yeah. yeah true. Oh so, yeah. Even like on a like personal life note. I feel like the schedule of like a drag queen is so like all opposite. over the place. Like it's like nocturnal. Is that mm-hmm. how the op- yeah? Yeah. So like that must be in terms of like friendships or relationships or like family even up, like, like your whole night. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people like forget about that as well. Like you're bog- working. It boggles my mind that some people like forget how long it takes to get into drag. When they're like, why do you deserve this much money when you're only doing a five-minute song? I'm oh like, God. I People think, say I'm that? a man. <laughs> they're like, how much do you really think you deserve for three and a half minutes of lip-syncing? I'm like... It's not that. It's, it's like the two hours. That is, it's three plus. hours three of getting hours into drag. Getting ready. Yeah. Plus getting your ass there to the place with this like big ass bag that no yeah. one's helping me carry rude and then waiting around <laughs> the other and four aren't carrying your bag what the other four aren't carrying your bag no it was so rude just, <laughs> fire them all <laughs> it's like the first two that I <laughs> they just cut yeah. uh, fuck it I'm telling the truth no. <laughs> And then you get there, and then you have to, like, you usually have to do multiple outfits, and it's, like, you're in the crammed back room. Like, there's no, like, it doesn't look like the back of, like, a burlesque stage. Mm-hmm. Where everyone, has, everyone has their own mirror with, like, those bulbs and yeah. stuff, and everyone's, like, powdering No, I'm, like, by the kitchen. The mop. Try not to knock it over. Oh, my God. And it's, like, and then you have to mingle and, like, stay around. So that's, like five hours of my night that I'm... Yeah, it's a long time. And then I get to spend the next day, like, uncomfortable and, like, my face hurts from shaving. And oh, yeah. And that doesn't even count, like, the amount of money you're spending on the product, the outfits, exactly. the everything else. Everything on is, like, dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. Yeah, so much money. Yeah. Especially since I think a lot of people don't realize with dry queens, like, obviously you have your staples that you go back to and wear, mm-hmm. but a lot of it, especially when you're doing something where you have a mainstay show, people every that week. come every week, they're expecting new outfits every single week. Mm-hmm. And they like to be very vocal about it. I love that. Oh, oh yeah. People are super them. judgy. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, oh, she wore that. Like, the experts. I just... Like us. Bad. Like us. Like yes. Sean, who did drag ones. You probably, you we guys know. probably think. We yes. know. We you know how it is. Every time, just throw it away when you're done with that. Oh Burn it. Oh my god. Yeah. Might as well. Well, that was part of the reason when we did the drag episode that we wanted to do it, even though we had a fucking huge laugh at ourselves that we're like, we're doing this in the most minuscule way. We're not even performing. We haven't even practiced a lip sync. We have not got choreography down. We're not dealing with anyone else. We're not doing the networking to get to a club. We're not getting there, blah, blah, blah. We're in our own safe space, literally just playing dress up. 
<laughs> and that was a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, I was like inconvenienced. <laughs> oh my god, it was oh, so it's, much work. It's inconvenient <laughs> feeling of all time. Oh my god, it's but so one, much work. One thing that I was saying to Brie, because Brie literally just stayed in her apartment the entire time, was when I, I like got dropped off by my sister. Mm-hmm. And for the three minutes that I was in transit from a car mm-hmm. to the apartment, I was like concerned for my safety, which is like yeah. so odd because like Well it's just like very out of the norm. Yeah, totally. The first time. But I feel like I'm usually on like high guard as like a gay man. Even in Vancouver, it's like super safe. But I'm always like kind of thinking about it. So do you yeah. ever like? Um, I guess you're probably past that point now. No, even still, like when I lived in my old apartment, like I would like kind of like look out my door to see if like my neighbors were coming through. Right. Like even though they clearly knew that this clown lived beside them. <laughs> I still like women. <laughs> yes, this beautiful six foot three. <laughs> Minim- minimal makeup. Yes, Definitely. natural. Very natural. <laughs> but even still, I like, even though they knew that that's what I did, I still like, I didn't really want to yeah. It's weird. Yeah, definitely. And then once you're on Davy Street, of course, it's like, hello, I'm here. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's you're sprinting to Around the area. <laughs> well, even when I... Well, yeah, when you came over to do the drag episode, just getting out of your car and coming into my apartment building. And then we were filming a segment of it while Sean was walking down the hall in my apartment building. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy fuck, if someone walks outside right now. Like, even that went through my head because I'm in, like, the stupid-ass fake beard. <laughs> that everyone can drag me for and Sean's up I'm like just watch like someone like out to like take their baby for a stroll is gonna open the door and we're gonna be out there which is I think that there's like a part of that like to get deeper and like a little bit like I don't know a little sad about it but there's like a certain part like an inner weird like social norm like inner homophobia thing that's a little like, bit yeah yeah you feel you like you feel like you're doing something wrong wrong yeah where you shouldn't like mm. really we're in the hall like, you're wearing a piece of clothing that who says what gender that should be involved with mm. who gives a fuck and I've got like some fucking mascara on my face that looks like a beard and I'm like really that stressed like yeah. what are we doing wrong nothing it's so much easier to talk the talk than walk the walk and yeah. be like well yeah every Clothing is for gender neutral, yeah. and everyone should be able to wear whatever they want. And you do you, babe, blah blah blah. And then once you actually, once you live practice what you're you're like, it's shit. scary. Yeah, you're like skirts for women. Yeah, it's just like this embedded thing that society's totally. telling you that it's something to be like ashamed about or embarrassed about just because it's out of the box. Which when you're not doing anything harmful to anyone, mm-hmm. if anything, I would say you're bringing like a lot of joy and like laughter and like love and art to like the community yeah but i can see it being like a little strange like even when i interviewed cynthia when she's on her way here she was gonna sky train then i was like oh no cab because i'm picturing her like on the train and like people are probably used to that but well she could she's a woman show up in the daylight and go grocery shopping <laughs> that's true i yeah that's yeah. true she's fishy as fuck so, so no wonder she's like it's okay it's i'll just good. ride my bike like eight people will hit on me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I have no fucking yeah. clue. She's just bussing around your apartment. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking to the, like, we just mentioned kind of fishy. We talked about this a bit on our expert drag episode. <laughs> but um, what would you consider yourself? So fishy being like, like. Pressure's for, on. <laughs> for those listening, fishy, if you didn't hear the other episode, check it out. Is, um, is, uh a drag queen that could be easily mistaken as a natural woman, if you will. Like, very, like, 
like it's fishy almost like is she yeah. a woman is possible she? yeah possible mm-hmm. and like then there's the other side of it that some people might call like a really like cartoony like comedy queen and there's fishy queens that do comedy and there's comedy queens and there's that like do, artsy yeah. queens and all that so are you asking like if what i consider you? myself fishy um that like run around uh, way <laughs> yeah my long-winded way of asking things another thing that i've learned to accept about drag is that it's like not all about just necessarily looking like the opposite gender than you are mm-hmm. so it's not like just a woman dressing up as a man or a man dressing up as a woman and when i first started in like 2012 it was like that was obviously the goal that was what, it yeah, how, it was how like, much this, this is drag it's like i need to look like a woman right but now that it's kind of progressed and stuff i don't think that i'm like trying to pass as fishy and I don't right. think I I don't think anybody would see me at the club and be like is that a woman <laughs> like not a chance you don't think so okay no but do I think I'm pretty in drag I think so I think so do I look do I think I look like a pretty woman no not really I think I look like a maybe from the movie <laughs> maybe from <laughs> next, <laughs> next do I look like Julia Roberts in pretty woman exactly <laughs> I feel like I just look like a beautiful creature in drag that's, like a feminine creature but not like i have had a straight guy come with me to one of your shows and he thought you were hot as fuck so i have something to tell you oh <laughs> he's not straight oh my god <laughs> yeah it's just like elevated version of mm-hmm. what I consider to be beautiful, which is like kind of trashy and sexy. Know, Love sexy. it. Love it. And do you, th- okay. So we talked about how you're like happy with what you're doing, like with drag right now and everything. Like what's something that you would like, like to see your drag progress into? Are you happy with where you are? Like, huh? Well, I don't know. I, I feel like I've done so much in drag, like a lot of wacky little things, like the Empress thing. Being yeah. Them. I had a book of my own selfies. Did you know that? <gasps> like Kim K. Yeah. Oh I my God. Yeah, I published my own book. Where <laughs> did you get this? Purchase one. <laughs> well, you should have asked me. I could have brought one over. Oh. Well, we didn't know. Oh my God. Well, oh my this, God. thank God for four parts. I'll be on next time. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just be like discussing the book page by page. Oh yeah. It's called Smoke and Filters. Okay. Which is... A genius name. I will say so myself. It's a great name, yeah. And it's yeah, obviously inspired by Kim Kardashian, and there's a hundred pictures in there. It's like a a little like story of like what was happening that night. Where do you buy this? You have to buy it for me. It's not like a. It's not a (laughs) chapter. Oh my god! You need to put this on like what's the online platform that you can put books on? Etsy. (laughs) (laughs) Like Audible. No. (laughs) Oh my god! A dramatic reading of you describing pictures. I would listen. I would listen. So this one's kind of me. Like, I'm still... Oh, and of course, the captions are so dumb. Like, on purpose. Love like, that. But people do ebooks all the time. Like... Bring out the ebook. Maybe I should. Maybe I'll release a sequel. I'll buy it. I can't read, so... <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of pictures. There's Don't really read. good pictures. <laughs> Amazing. So I did that, and then I started Rap Hacks going well, and I had a monthly show called Playboy. I've had a monthly show called Cherry Pop. I've had a, I DJ'd in drag at one point. I've done little Holy like weird shit. acting roles in drag. I have a, I had a song called Lucky How that oh I recorded. God. So I've like dipped my foot in like every mm-hmm. little drag pond, and 
I don't know. I'm more focused on like quality over quantity right now. Right. I don't see myself wanting to like start a new show or like do more gigs. I just want to kind of make what I'm doing better. Better. Right. Right. If there was a goal that I would have in drag, it would probably be to do like theater. Mm. Oh, okay. Like Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Yeah. That movie. Yeah. I would like to like, play Hedwig. Oh my God. Part. That'd be so cool. You should do that. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Put Hell it yeah. out to the universe. It's, yeah. Hey, it will happen. That, yeah, that's what I'd like to do. Like, I can, like, we're all about kind of sing here. You like, can in, like, sing. In, like, in, like, a Oh, well, obviously, punk. Lucky Ho, I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. It's it's quite a track. <laughs> <laughs> but I can, like, I can't sing, like, fucking Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston, but I can, like, hold a tune in, like, kind of, like, a punk rock way, like Hedwig's and the Angry Inches music. So I've, like, had fantasies about that. Oh my god, do it. It's out there now. Yeah. It's out there and it's happening. So if anybody is listening that wants to produce this really <laughs> high budget <laughs> and I would like to get paid a lot of money for it. Com- coming 2019. 2020 maybe. Let's yeah. like give it a long term ish goal. Totally. Right? Hell yeah. So is there anything that before we get into our little fun segment here. Oh is my there god, any- segment. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yes. love a segment. Okay. <laughs> um, is there anything that you think that people maybe think of drag or stereotype drag that like you would like to like myth buster that situation or like or misconceptions tell- yeah misconception of drag just in general. Mm-hmm. That maybe you like want to like set the record straight or at least for you. Hmm. We didn't fire those girls. Yes. <laughs> we just let them go. Yes, we just gave them enough. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've touched on a lot of like myths yeah. in this little powwow here, but it drag is it's not cheap. It's not as easy as it looks. A lot of people think that like when you become a drag queen, it's because you're just not a good enough actor or a singer. So you like cop out and just become a drag queen, but mm-hmm. not as easy as it looks. No. It takes a lot of stamina. It takes a lot of patience and like, also, ironically, a lot of balls. <laughs> yeah, but so true. I was literally shitting myself when I put just a stupid fucking mascara beard and you're about to show up and Sean's one of my best friends and I'm waiting for him to walk in I'm like oh my god do I look stupid oh my god like she did no, no. Okay. <laughs> confirmed but it is and I can't imagine getting it up in front of people you're really putting yourself out there yeah it's like this weird limbo between like being the most powerful form of yourself walking into a room but also being like the most vulnerable just like a cow yeah because you just don't really you can like put off the energy that you're mm-hmm. like I own this fucking place and mm-hmm. like everyone bow down to me but also like I don't know like you're having an off day you could be like just don't want anybody to look at you and yeah. you kind of have to like pull it mm-hmm. together and pretend right <laughs> well fuck yeah on that note cheers to you and also make sure that you follow Jane on Instagram at Jane Smoker and check out Brat Pack on Thursdays at the Junction in Vancouver if you can't Booyah. Oh, yeah. Is there one during Pride Week? Like, do you, yes. you do that? Is that, is that going to be a bigger one? or? That is going to be a bigger one. It's, we're doing what we did last year for Pride, which is we call it Brat Pack Live, mm. which is where we do a 50-minute show nonstop, no breaks, full of group numbers. It's like 50, it's like shit. nine group numbers in a row. Holy shit. <laughs> that is stamina. Okay, like, so yeah, that's yeah. one to see for sure. And then if you want to see us at different time on the weekend, we're doing Friday Night XY. Mm-hmm. Okay. Together. I'm doing everything this Pride with the girls which that's impressive i love yeah. that's awesome like yeah. pride is such an exhausting time <laughs> oh yeah for a drag queen so like it's like your biggest booking time of the year really yeah right? it's just like it's 
chaos like when everyone else is like having fun and like sucking dicks and doing oh, drugs yeah. and getting drunk like we're doing so all that in drag <laughs> it's exhausting double that <laughs> no we're like sweating our asses off and whipping around from A to B to C to D to D <laughs> okay so and Thursday Junction Brat Pack Thursday Junction Friday we're at XY Saturday afternoon we're at the Park Casino okay wow. whoa which is really cool fancy fucking gig there and then Saturday night we're at the Harbor Event Center mm-hmm. oh and God. that is that Cool. So make sure to check it out. Yeah. Okay, so now for our segment. Used to be our favorite segment, and then we cut gays. And now it's our only segment. segment. (laughs) Okay, so this segment's called I Can Explain, and typically how it works, for those of you who are just tuning in, is Sean or I will give each other a topic or a question that we have to answer, and it can be something that we know nothing about, or maybe we surprise each other and we actually know quite a bit about it, but either way, we have to bullshit through it to the best of our ability. But we're letting you off easy. <laughs> we're letting you off easy. Today we have a guest and we're going to do a I Can Explain Quickfire edition, which all you need to do is give us List a... List the first 20 presidents. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The first 20 empresses. Of... <laughs> that could be even worse. <laughs> so much worse. <laughs> so all you have to do is give us a yes or no answer to each one. Okay. Okay, and we can talk about them after, but it's going to be really quick, so we don't want any, like, ums or us, or maybe... You, you can't know until we ask <laughs> They're them. just topics. They're just... It's just questions, questions for you. Personal. Questions. Questions. Personal. Yes. yes or no. Okay. Yes, no, or fuck off, if you don't answer. Okay. That could work, too. Okay? Yeah. Oh, my God. This is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Is there a count? Oh my god, is there a time? <laughs> <laughs> we need like one of those, um, like, what are they called? Egg fucking timers? Like a family feud when they do the fast money at the end. Oh, yeah. Like, like, this is not but you get no money. <laughs> Such is my life. Uh, give me a dollar at the end of the uh, We'll throw you a little. If you're lucky. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. I'll give you a three, two, one, just to like really pump okay, it up. Okay, three, it. two, one. Have you ever listened to an episode of I Can Explain? Yes. Have you ever had sex in drag? No. Have you had sex with someone else who is in drag? No. Any rude famous queens that you've met? Um, Yes. Okay. Are there any queens in Vancouver who you do not like? Yes. Have you ever peed your pants while tucking? No. <laughs> that sure. was a brief question. <laughs> what you threw that one in? Have you ever been pulled over in drag? No, but I have driven a lot in drag. It's quite a trip. Okay. Have you ever woken up after a night out still in drag? Yes. <laughs> have you ever introduced yourself as the wrong persona by accident, i.e. Jane as Parker or Parker as Jane? No. Would you ever date another drag queen? No. Have you ever thought about retiring? Yes. Has there been a time you haven't wanted to get in drag for a gig? Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Has someone ever not paid you what they said they would or not at all? Yes. Have you ever Breathe not... Like just laughing at money. <laughs> oh my god. The money things really hurt my soul. Have you ever not shown up to a gig? Um, like without warning? Yeah. 
No, I've canceled on gigs though. Okay. Have you ever regretted p- performing with another queen? Yes. <laughs> That's a good question. Have you ever hated another Brat Pack member's look? Yes. <laughs> Every week. Have you ever argued over your own drag? With anyone. A, a person in your family, a relationship, oh, someone. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been too drunk or too high to perform? Oh my god, yes. Have you ever <laughs> You're still there. I mean I still do it. <laughs> Have you ever regretted a previous look? Uh, yes. Okay, and the last Hey, but I've got a whole book about that. Oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Here we go. That's your next book. Yeah, regrettable look. It's just the same book as the last. <laughs> <laughs> yes, crossed out. Different the- title. Yeah. And did you have fun today? Yes, I did. How okay. fun. Woohoo! Yay. So, I survived. Um, he survived. <laughs> totally fun. What, did you have fun, actually? Yes, I did. Okay, good. So super chill. Bree's just gonna like jump into your finances at the end of tonight. Yeah, no, 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 account. I need to sift through yeah, there. Seriously, I'm gonna be your new accountant. Okay. <laughs> so if you aren't already, make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you're listening, whether that's on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Why can I say that every fucking every time? time? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. This is a kind of like country. Usually SoundCloud. <laughs> Fuck. Wherever you're listening, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, make sure to follow, subscribe, and give us a review. Only if it's five stars, though. Those are the only ones we like. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast, on Twitter at I Can Explain Pod. Make sure to follow Jane Smoker at Jane Smoker on Instagram. And if you want to see what we look like in real life, you can follow Sean at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson for my pretty face. I love when you, like, just dissociate. It's really fascinating. <laughs> Wow. I mean, killed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Everyone's like, we mute that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we turn it off. We, we, turn it off. we, we already know it's done. Fuck off. Oh, my God. Uh, so I think that's it. Unless you have any final words you want to say? Any plugs you want to give out? Namaste. Cheers. Perfect. Cheers, bitches. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes. And told... next week. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for the next segment. And Where told... we dig into politics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Trump. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and we will see you around the gay neighborhood.